0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today, I have my friend, Joy Randolph here. Joy and I actually met at the beginning of 2021 when she interviewed me for her virtual summit, The Rise Up Mama Show, an interview series for working moms on how to successfully pursue your career while raising happier kids. In talking with Joy, I saw her magnetic personality and quite literally the joy that radiates from her firsthand. And to be honest, since we met when she was interviewing me, I didn't really know what she did at the time the point was that I just knew that her energy was one I wanted to be around and wanted more of in life. So I reached out to her when I was starting the podcast and I asked her to be a guest. And I said, talk about anything that you think you can help us with because you're amazing. And so whatever you chat about is going to help. And lo and behold, she was transitioning into this amazing new space that is so in alignment with who she is, which gave me the chills to hear And I knew I had to share it with you. I'm going to hop into her bio. I'll move into her timeline. And then we can hear all of the juicy mind work strategies that Joy has to share with us. Joy Randolph is the founder of My Joy Project, an online community where she helps women who are doing the inner self-help work, like reading the self-help books, following the gurus and consuming all the content. She helps them actually implement and turn those practices that are so important to them into sustainable habits. Together in her community, Joy helps you quickly get unstuck from limiting beliefs, propel you forward to your passions, change the part of your life that you want to change, and be in alignment to finally receive more money and feel the love, safety, security, joy, and peace you crave in life. Over the past five years, Joy's work has inspired over 2 million people around the world to follow their joy, increase their income, and live a more meaningful life. And today she's going to help us do just that and more. I am so grateful that Joy is bringing her joy to us not only because I'm excited to learn how mompreneurs like us can release the stress, negativity, and self-doubt that comes up on our mom entrepreneur journey, but also because, like I said, Joy is a friend of mine. Yes, all of my amazing business besties are joining me on the podcast, which is just so much fun. So Joy, thank you, thank you for being here and simply being a light for all of us mompreneurs who need the encouragement and support you give. Before we hop into the tips and tricks you have to help us feel more confident, peaceful and joyful as we grow our businesses and more easily overcome challenges that feel as big as our dreams. Can you walk us through your mompreneur journey? We love hearing where you started in your career and the steps you took to get to where you are today
1: amazing thank you so much for such an introduction so yeah a bit about my mom entrepreneur journey so my journey actually started when my husband well, we were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time we were pregnant with our first child and i found out on new year's day and i wasn't expecting this surprise and it was just kind of because you're supposed to wait till you're married everything is supposed to be a certain kind of way what i thought was the expected thing that if you're not ready was you just go have an abortion going through that process was was a very difficult time for myself and my boyfriend, now husband. And I didn't really realize that going through that process would completely wake me up to how much i actually really wanted to be a mother and i remember saying to myself that even though i had this great job in the city working as a consultant that it was really really important to me that i would never ever compromise my need to mother children ever again Mm -hmm. and i would actually have a business that would allow me and make me feel like i can be at home, raise my kids, and I can really show up as my best self. So that was really the beginning of thinking, okay, I wanna start a business, but then this, the struggle of finding something that you love that you can also monetize. I actually first started out working in career coaching where I was helping women around the world discover their gifts and pursue their passion and get great job offers and increase their salary by up to 40% through the power of negotiation. And I kind of fell into it. I just had a tumor, I'd had this surgery, I was going through a really difficult time, and I didn't know what I was gonna do. I had left my corporate work, I'd just been married, and I thought, I now have that safety and security in my marriage to start my business. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I used to give guest lectures because I used to be a branding consultant. And students would ask me at university, hey, how do you brand yourself to get a job? And so I'd give them some tips and they'd say, you should put this on a YouTube video. And I was like, nah, I'm not one of those YouTubers. But, you know, I'm this professional person that works as a branding consultant for Nike, L'Oreal, and Unilever. Like I have this professional brand. They're like, no, you should do it. I would love it. So I posted a couple of videos and one video after the other. And in the end, one of my videos ended up making over a hundred thousand views. And then I realized, oh, okay, some people are actually valuing the stuff that I'm sharing. And so I was actually ended up creating online courses and doing private coaching programs. And what was insane was actually seeing how happy people were with not only their job search being so much easier and Mm -hmm. so much less stress and so much less anxiety, but also some people would actually watch a video, get a job interview, pass the interview, and they wouldn't even tell me until maybe months later. And then I find out long after that, hey, I remember when I finished my interview, when I left the interview, I remember thinking, wow, that lady on YouTube, what she said worked. And hearing that feedback was really remarkable because sometimes you don't realize the impact that you're making in the world. You put out content, you don't know who's watching, and you don't know what difference it's made in someone's life. And so that was what I was monetizing. And the thing is, is that even though it was making a real impact, I was finding that I was losing myself in the process because I realized that I was creating a brand and building a business aligned with what people were asking me to do. It's kind of like if you're walking down the street and you see that someone is drowning, hopefully you feel like, okay, I can do something to help that person get out of that water. Hopefully I can bring everyone to safety. But if it Mm -hmm. feels like every single day you go out for a walk, all you're doing is saving people, after a while it's like, where do I live? How come... (laughs) how come I have this kind of responsibility every single time I go for a walk? And so instead of you actually getting to the thing that you want to do, you end up on another path. And I just realized that I really love helping people. But what I also really need to do is I need to honor what I teach all the time and follow my own joy. It's inauthentic for me to say, everyone, follow your joy. And meanwhile, I'm not following my own joy. And with the name like Joy, it feels so <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just to pause real quick about your story, as you were telling me about this new path, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so perfect for her. And just the light that she radiates off of herself And her name is Joy. Like this couldn't be more perfect. And I know it takes time. It takes time and hindsight and all of the breadcrumbs that come up in our life before that. But just hearing and seeing this alignment that you have felt is amazing. So sorry, you can continue to where we are today in your story. And then we can unpack all of this amazingness that you're sharing.
1: Yeah. So this ended up being one of those things where I thought, okay, I want to follow my joy, but I don't know what to do particularly when you've built a business and a platform from scratch, whether it's a podcast, a YouTube channel, Instagram channel, you remember the days when you have zero followers and a hundred followers. And so to get to 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, whatever your number is, Mm -hmm. it feels like that was a lot of work. So to suddenly think, okay, am I really going to shut this down? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, sort of. And I really just allowed myself to pivot and to know that the people that really love my work the most, are people who will stay with me anyway, because I, as a person, haven't changed. My approach is only getting better, and it's actually something that they can use for the rest of their lives or for a longer period of time. And so I'm actually hoping that I can deliver more value. And for some people, it's like I'm not interested. But one thing that's been really, really therapeutic to me has been realizing that it's okay to get unfollows.
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: actually feeling peaceful about okay if i'm getting unfollowed by five ten a hundred a thousand people by making this pivot this is not a sign that i'm going in the wrong direction this is a sign that i'm finally repelling the people who I was never gonna bond with anyway. And I can really, really build the community, the closer community of people that actually are aligned with my goals and my intentions. And for me, the thing that I've realized in terms of the direction that I really wanna go is that, I don't know about you or anyone that's listening, but I feel as though when 2020 started, It was like, okay, And I think everybody remembers 2020 as a blah year, right? And it's one of those things where I just kind of assumed that things would get back to normal. There's always the phrase of back to normal or the new normal. And I just thought that when things get back to normal, then I will have fun again. Then I will go out to restaurants. Then I will travel. Then I will do all the things that brought me joy. But then as the lockdowns kept continuing, as the masks kept staying on, as you're seeing your child looking at people all confused because they're wearing masks, Mm -hmm. as I realized that this was actually my reality for an an unknown (laughs) period, I realized it was actually really hard for me to feel joy. All the things that I used to do that gave me joy, like going to the sauna every week, all the things that used to make me happy, I could no longer access them. The community, being able to have family so my husband and I could go out on a date, being able to connect, and even my daughter, being able to have much more people around her in a way that people aren't worried if you've got COVID or not, and rubbing elbows and all that sort of stuff. You know, there was a time when we didn't do any of this. And so I just had the realization that I cannot wait for this whole COVID pandemic shift to disappear and for things to return to normal in order for me to feel safe, grounded, secure, happy. So I was navigating this growth period in a time where it feels like there's less certainty, there's less security, and how do I feel secure and safe irrespective of everything that's happening around me. And so that's why I wanted to build a community that would bring women together who love growing, who love building their businesses, who love being the kinds of mom they wanna be, but they find that it's really difficult to sustain the habits that you know that you wanna do because just so much is happening, but books aren't cutting it for you anymore. So I really wanted to create a community that was more about the transformation than about being a preachy, do this kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. I'm right there with you. In episode number 20, I just mentioned this. Denise Duffield Thomas says, you can be a contributor. You don't need to be a guru or an expert. And I just love that phrase because I'm so tired of things being an absolutes. Yeah. I think so many things these days are my way or the highway. Like, this is it, this is it. And it's like, no, what is right for you? Everybody's like a unique fingerprint and everybody has a different path and a different story. And instead of always judging or being an absolute, it's like, why can't we all just figure out what's right for us and support each other in that? So I feel you hundred percent there. So we've gone from working corporate and now you have this amazing community of women who want to grow and feel joy daily. And just being around you in itself is going to bring so much light. There's just so much I want to unpack from the story. First off, thank you for being so authentic and vulnerable and willing to share it with us. To go from getting pregnant when you weren't expecting it and figuring out what in the world do I want to do, having that aha that you did know you want to be a mom, but that your career needed to be different, and going through this journey, which I know was hard but help so many people along the way, not even just now and what you learned, but in your journey, you still continue to help people. And then I think the biggest help that you did was you helped yourself in the end. You figured out, okay, yes, I'm helping people, but am I truly unleashing everything that I can when I'm not first coming from a place of service for myself. And so being courageous enough to take that step I know I'm grateful for it. And to have somebody else walking alongside me because our stories are similar in a lot of ways. I also went through that transition of, okay, I'm pregnant with my daughter and I hear this whisper that I'm meant to do more. I'm meant to do something different. I had this business for 10 years and I could have kept going. And like you, it was making money, but I just knew it wasn't in alignment. And so I got to make a change. I'm not going to be able to best serve those people that I was serving when I Mm. know in my head that I'm
1: meant to be somewhere else. Exactly. The key word that you've said there is courage, having the courage to take that first step.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not to say burn it all down because like you said, you're bringing other people with you. There are still people from that life who are following along, but it's a step to go, like you said, and take that transition when you've spent so much time building something up. But I think it's that abundance that you talked about too. It brings in the right people and it helps repel the others. And when you're living in alignment, which is a lot of what you talk about, is how do we live in alignment with ourselves in what we're doing and not waiting to feel joy, yeah. waiting for that external, like you had said, you were waiting for 2020 and things to get normal after COVID. And then you realize, hey, I can't sit here anymore and wait for the outside forces to make me feel good. I have to go inward and help myself find that joy. And so your story is just absolutely beautiful. Living in alignment is what I'm all about. It's what I talk about in my secret podcast, my mompreneur with ease method, which is my life framework, how I figured out through my journey, like yours, how to live a present and productive life. And I just think it's so important. So I love that we're kindred spirits there. Can you walk us through your strategy, your mindset to living with joy and how we can stop and not have to wait to feel that and wait for these external forces to be in alignment? How can we be in alignment with ourselves to allow us to live that joyful life that we want, that we crave?
1: yeah i think the first thing for me is to really listen to the feelings that you're having in your body and to the thoughts that you're having in your head and the reason why i mentioned these two things because i feel like sometimes it can feel like the same but sometimes they can be a little bit different so for example if i'm trying to grow my business i might have thoughts like oh that's never gonna work i'm not sure if i can hit these sales targets Who's gonna buy my course? Who's gonna buy my program? And actually just being aware of those thoughts and being like, "Haha, uh-huh, there I go again. Basically coming up with all the reasons why you think the thing that will bring you more joy, you can't have it. And the other thing in terms of being in touch with your body is also feeling the fear of if it doesn't work, I feel like I'm not good enough. When am I ever gonna get my business to be a success again? And so one of the things that I've noticed is that when I struggle to feel joy, I would essentially sit and allow myself to sit in that feeling for a really long time. And anytime I take an action and I didn't get the good feedback or the good result that I was hoping for, all that would do is it would just provide validation for why my business isn't working. Mm -hmm. And so then I keep staying in that circle, in that story of my business isn't working, my business isn't growing, I'm not good enough, and I just stay in it and stay in it and stay in it. As opposed to remembering my intention, which is to have the mindset and the strength, to build a business exactly as I am. And so the minute I notice that my thoughts are no longer in alignment with that, I can then be like, oh, okay, I'm not sure these thoughts are actually reflective of the mindset that I said that I wanted to have in order to grow. So if it's not working for me, then what can I do to relieve that? So some people like tapping for me i have affirmation cards and i actually ended up making my own i didn't realize how easy it is to actually make your own so i actually have my own affirmation cards and with these affirmation cards i have different statements such as i'm brave i'm this whatever and sometimes the first thing i'll do is i'll meditate and i'll have a look at my affirmation cards i'll pick a random one having these little reminders on a daily basis makes it so much easier to be reflective of the mindset of the person that is growing the business that I wanna grow. For example, our conversation today, you (laughs) said patience. Just any word on a day-to-day basis, it doesn't have to be the same thing. Just one word can help you see things differently and be like, you know what? I can see my challenges as a time for me to actually learn patience, Mm -hmm. which takes the pressure off so much because if I'm not thinking about patience, thinking I want things to hurry up, then then obviously I'm going to be in that stress of why aren't things working fast enough? Mm -hmm. But you just say the word patience. I'm like, huh, that is aligned with the mindset of the person that is growing the business that I want to grow. And I know that that is who I need to be in order to do that. And so I can actually instantly feel so much more joy just by thinking about one word, patience, which it's hard for me to feel that joy if I'm sitting in, my business isn't working in that story.
0: I I love the point that you're making there. And again, in my secret podcast, I talk about having a strategic mindset and how it's really three steps. It's you've got clarity, you've got alignment, like you get clear on what you want. You align that with your activities, keep cutting out things. And then there's that recalibration. And it's almost like what you're saying is if you have these words and you have this vision of, okay, this is that person I am striving to be. This is what that successful person looks like. This is what that life looks like that I'm trying to get after the business, all of that. You've got that mapped out and you could see it. Then it's what are those things that bring us back in alignment with that? And maybe we veer off the course or we get shiny object syndrome and get distracted. And then it's like, what's that thing that can help bring us back on that path and keep us down that road and being that person that we want to be in episode number seven with Ash McDonald, she specifically was talking with us about cycle syncing, but she does talk to us about the science of your brain. Yeah, And how, like you're saying, when you spin yourself into these wrong paths, your brain neurologically starts to agree with you and it might not be the case. So when you said every time something isn't quite how you expected it, then you're validating and putting that out there like, oh, that means my business isn't working. When in fact, it might be one tweak you need to make, or maybe you launched and there was just one little random thing off, but your brain then starts rewiring. Well, that was wrong. This is bad. And so then you go down this bad path. And so I love what you're saying about listening to your body and listening to your gut. That's another thing that's on Mm -hmm. my board this year. Patience is a big word. I keep saying to myself to be slow and steady wins the race and then listening to my gut and not letting that shiny object syndrome take me away from what I feel is my purpose and the path that I'm supposed to be on and my next right step, being less dependent on others. And so I absolutely love what you're saying and I fall totally in alignment with that. So that was step number one is listen to your feelings, your body, your thoughts, and then have something to bring you back on course. What's the next thing that we need to know and do in order to continue to stay on that course of joy?
1: Yeah, so I think for me, the next thing that is really, really important is to actually be vulnerable. So I'll give you an example. So my husband and I, we set goals for what we want to achieve financially and in every other aspect of our life with health and stuff. And so one of the things that I've noticed is that if him and I don't have a conversation about where we're struggling, and we don't create this safe space, like this bubble, or we can say, hey, we set this goal of making X amount, and I'm really struggling in my business to get there. If I don't have that conversation with him sooner rather than later, and let's say we get towards the end of the year, we're looking at our finances and the gap between where we are now, and where we wanted to be feels so big. The conversation is so much more difficult to have than if I would have just been vulnerable in the first place and just yeah. said, hey, my business this month isn't doing great. Or hey, my business this month is doing amazing. What can we do to grow? Whichever way you feel your business is going, just taking the moment to think, okay, who can I be vulnerable with? I need to be vulnerable with someone outside of myself. And the reason that I say this is because one of the things that I personally found is that I love reading books. I've read so many self-help books. There's so many people that I love from Gabby Bernstein to Deepak Chopra to so many other books that I've read. And so I love all these books. And one of the things is, you know, like when you write post-it notes, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, that's such a good coat. And you like, just put up the post-it note. Oh, that's such a good, that's another good coat. You put up the post-it note. (laughs) And then after time passes by, you've forgotten what was on those post-it notes. And you haven't really fully absorbed and actually allowed what it is that you've learned to literally change the fiber of your being and to change your habits and to change your practices. And so that's why I feel like the next thing to do, particularly once you've noticed your thoughts and you've had your awareness is to actually talk to someone and say, Hey, I have this goal. And it could be a friend. It could be a lover. It could be someone in a community, someone who you know, Is going to encourage you and is going to listen to you so that you feel that you have that safe space to say remember that goal I set this is what I'm struggling with whether it's a thought a tactic a strategy and that person doesn't even need to know the answers so they don't need to be a self-help guru Mm -hmm. but simply knowing that you can process what it is that is in your way can help you overcome those hurdles Mm-hmm. So much earlier and with so much less pressure than if I wait until the end of the year to have the conversation with my husband. And then it's like, well, why hasn't it happened? Well, now I feel like I'm a failure. Now I feel like I've disappointed you. And it never had to get that way. Yeah, I totally hear what you're saying.
0: The three big points that come out of that for me is first, communication, which for me, I think communication is key in just anything. And I agree. And you're living in joy and having that joy is. When everybody's on the same page and we're not keeping too many things in our head and having that mental load and that weight on us, it just makes it better for everybody. Everybody can have more joy when they are sharing. And it also spurs two things off of that, that communication. There's that support piece which is one of my pillars that I talk about in my secret podcast that has made mompreneurship so much easier for me is having strategy, support, and self-care. And I feel like this being vulnerable, this having communication is under that umbrella because when you are vulnerable, you're willing to communicate, you're getting two things. You're getting support that partner who could help you and grow with you. But that other side that you're getting to, the other point that I feel like comes off of that is that accountability. Yeah. You've spoken that into the world. So not only is the universe going to help make that happen, bring in that abundance, but now you've made it more real and somebody's going to be able to help keep you on track and keep you towards your joy. Or finding more joy, optimizing, finding new ways or being that support to be there and be like, yeah, we might not be reaching our goals now, but having that different perspective instead of always being stuck in our heads. The other point that I love that I think comes out of all of that, that you mentioned about the quotes and the post-its and we write them down. And if we don't share them with anybody, then nobody else is keeping us accountable and helping us on our journey. And it's also that visualization that breaks off into do pieces too. You've got sharing that, verbalizing those quotes and those things that you dream about. So somebody's keeping you accountable. But there's also that side of going deeper and you yourself referring back to that and being able to visualize every time you come back to it, it's going to become more clear and more clear. And then again, keep you in alignment to keep you down that path in reaching your goals. So I think that point of being vulnerable, it just, it's so important and it opens up so many other facets to keep you on that path that you want to be on
1: for sure and if i can also just say one more thing yeah. is that there is so much power in processing i'll give you a quick story so i was having mm-hmm. a conversation in the mentorship community and this mentorship community i was a mentor but i wasn't coaching i just provided a safe space mm-hmm. where people could share what thoughts were coming up in their mind and there was one woman who had this story of my business isn't making any money. So I was like, okay, why do you feel like your business isn't making any money? She's like, because I don't have much money in my bank account. So I was like, okay, so are you working with clients? She says, yeah, I have clients. And I said, and are you getting paid by a client? She goes, no, I'm not getting paid by my clients. So I was like, why is that? She's like, no, I've sent them the invoices, but they haven't paid me. And I said, well, how much is it? It was like over $100,000 that she hadn't oh yet received. God. So I was like okay, so you have over $100,000 in billings that you haven't yet received. She's like, yeah. I said, well, why don't you get the money? And she goes, well, because um, it's their money. I'm like, no, you've done the work. Mm -hmm. They just need to pay you. She said, wait a second, so it's my money? I was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, oh, so it's okay for me to ask for them to pay that invoice Mm -hmm. that I sent? I said, mm-hmm. yeah, she sent the emails that day. And the next day, she sent me a message saying you guys have no idea. I've already gotten $40,000 in my bank account within 24 hours. Oh. And it's just the power of processing yep. what's in your head and actually just saying it. And you'd be surprised to you, it might sound silly, or it might sound embarrassing. Mm-hmm. My business is failing, I'm not having any money, whatever it is, find someone that you can talk to me. And I found that the power of being vulnerable and just saying where you feel like you're falling flat on your face <laughs> with someone is actually really powerful.
0: I totally agree. The two things that I have taken out of that as well, as I've been talking a lot lately of the power of permission. And so I feel like those are going hand in hand. There's that power of processing and just saying it out loud. Sometimes will make it either clearer for you or clearer for somebody else who can then give you that clarity. But then it's that permission. Like she needed to give herself that permission of, Oh, It's okay to take and ask for what I've earned and that is mine. And it's that processing. And when you are hearing things or reading things, which I think a lot of us high achieving, overachiever, mompreneurs here do. I was listening to one of Kathy Heller's don't keep your day job episodes. And she made this point that has stuck with me. Every time you listen to something and you connect with it, it's probably something that you've known deep down within you. And it took hearing it elsewhere, processing it elsewhere, seeing the possibility to make you aware of it. Yeah, for sure. And I love how that plays in there that you mentioned. And so when I'm reading or consuming something, I always create a Google doc for whatever that is so that I can put my notes in there and then I can easily refer back to them. And it just helps me keep on that track or notice the things. And then I share it with my husband and I'm like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking about now. I know this sounds so random and flighty or whatever, but you're the one person who I don't mind being flighty with. (laughs) And so I tell him these things and I say, just keep note of it because eventually you're going to notice a pattern. He's a data guy. And so that's part of what he does. Eventually you're going to notice this pattern and you can then tell me, okay, you're saying all these things and here's the connector. Because I had one coach tell me you can't read the label from inside the bottle. And so while we might be great at seeing patterns for other people, sometimes other people need to see them for us because we're just too close to it.
1: (laughs) For sure. For sure. I love
0: that. So step number one is that we need to listen to our feelings and our body and our thoughts. And then we need to find some way to make sure we're staying on our path, whether that's tapping, having affirmation cards, having some way to get us realigned and making sure that our brain isn't spiraling us into the wrong place. Our next step is to be vulnerable. And that really opens up so many pathways of being able to better communicate and having that support and that accountability and then have that power to process and notice these patterns that can help you continue to find what is your joy right now. Is there anything else that we need to know on this path of living a joyful life and figuring out how in the world to do it?
1: Yeah, I'd say there's always things that we can do to feel more joy. But if there were only three things that you take away, the third one, in addition to the two that you've mentioned, would be to always ask yourself, what would be the easier or more fun option? and it's so easy as we're doing a lot of the inner work and the reflection and the vulnerability and the crying and the trauma and the healing that we actually don't have any fun in the process in our actual life. Now, there's a quote by Abraham Hicks that says, "Welcome to planet Earth. You are here to seek joy." And I love that quote because I feel like if that is your north star, the main reason why you're working, the main reason why you're raising your kids the way that you are, the main reason why you eat certain foods while you exercise it's all going towards one thing which is seeking joy so the thing for me is that if i find myself waking up feeling like oh i'm not feeling joy today then i can do the kind of reflection on what's there what's coming up but most importantly I can ask myself the question, okay, what can I do right now that would make me feel more joy? And that could be something as simple as listening to my favorite music when I'm working on my computer, or listening to a meditation or a nice podcast when I'm pushing my baby for a walk in the pram, or it could simply be evaluating my situation. If my situation is causing me stress, asking myself, what way can I approach the situation that will make my life easier and more joyful? So that no matter what hurdles come up and no matter what challenges come up, I always feel like I have an option for joy. Mm -hmm. That my only option is not frustration, disappointment, anger, fear, or whatever. That there is always another option which is joy, even in that same situation. And I don't have to wait, like this whole COVID thing, I don't have to wait until things are perfect for Mm -hmm. me to get to the joy. I just either need to see things differently or change a couple of things or make a slightly different decision that will instantly make me feel, I feel more relaxed today. I feel more joyful today. I feel more abundant today. And that for me, I found has helped me really feel joy on a daily basis not in a corny i'm so happy i'm so Mm -hmm. peaceful kind of way but in a way of even if i'm going through a really difficult time and my kids are crying and i'm having a long day all i need to do is one of these things and i can have a bit of joy in that day on a consistent basis Mm -hmm. and that is so much more peaceful to me than having days of frustration, sadness, fatigue, and one day of joy. And so that's kind of the, the goal here.
0: Yeah. Get out of that roller coaster ride as much as we can. The visualization I've been having lately is more of like that river, that stream. It's going to wind and turn. We might hit some rocks and stumble and get frustrated, but how can we alleviate some of those super highs and super lows and, and keep us a little bit more grounded? I absolutely love that. I do have one question for you before we hop into the rapid fire questions. So do you keep a running list of things that make you
1: joyful? So when you're in those moments, you can easily refer to it? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I have thought about doing, but I've never really actually gotten around to writing the list. But what I have been actually thinking about creating is my joy list, which is essentially my checklist of if I find myself not feeling joy, have I exercised? Have I had a good night's sleep? Have I spent some quality time with my baby? Have I spent a little bit of time on my business? and allowing myself to realize and actually to see that if I'm not checking some of those things off and I'm feeling off, let me just give myself a break. (laughs) You know, let me just, be easy on myself and realize no wonder I'm having a harder time today because I didn't do some of the key things that I need to do on a day-to-day basis that really help me stay centered and grounded and feel strong enough to tackle the world and strong enough to do anything. And so that's the approach that I've been thinking about building.
0: Yep. I say, I'm sure everybody else is cheering you on from the outside. Please make that joy list because we would all (laughs) love to have that. So if you do make it, I will definitely add it to the show notes. Otherwise I'll just direct people to whatever other new amazingness you have going on on your site. Speaking of which, so now we know some of these basics of how to get ourselves more in alignment and live this more joyful life. How can we get support from you? If we are listening and saying, yes, I need more of this in my life. I need more joy, both literally and you (laughs) in my life then tell us, what is our next step? How can you support women in their mission to live a joyful life as well?
1: Yeah. So the first thing I'd say is definitely come on over to my website, jorandolph.com, because there you get the most up-to-date ways that I can support you, inspire you, or really encourage you on your journey. And the next thing is to see me not so much as a guru, because that's not my goal here. I actually am just a mom and a woman that is trying to find my joy on a daily basis. And so I share the quotes, the thoughts that are really helping me create joy on a day-to-day basis. So I share that on my Instagram channel. So you can follow me at I am Joy Randolph. And also just reach out to me anytime if you ever have any questions. And the whole point of it is for me not to be a therapist or to be a guru or say this is what you need to be happy, but is to share what has helped me and to just be vulnerable and to create a safe space and a community for women to be vulnerable because even though we might wanna be vulnerable with let's say a husband or a partner or a friend, sometimes we don't know how long they wanna receive that. So just creating that community for women that they can join. I love
0: that you're holding space and I love that we are such kindred spirits and that I'm the same. Like I'm not here to be that guru or that be all end all. I'm trying to live a more present and productive life as a mompreneur. And so here's my journey and here is who I'm meeting and what I'm learning and how it's helping me do it. And so if I can help you along your journey too and hold that space for you, I agree. It's so amazing that you're doing that. If you are ready, let's move on to these quick rapid fire questions. Okay. Okay. All right. First and foremost, what is your favorite strategy to help you be more present and productive besides what you shared with us today?
1: Prayer. Yeah.
0: All right. Number two, what is the number one essential support you have that you can't live without?
1: My husband. I could not live without my husband.
0: Yes. I am the same way. I'm- I need my man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I said, he's my best friend. And I love when I find other women who are the same way with their significant other, their spouse, whoever it is that they have is that support in their life. Number three, tell me what is your go-to self-care activity? Exercising.
1: My, I, I got a treadmill, so.
0: Okay. So you're, I'm like- <laughs> you're a walker. Are you a walker or a runner?
1: I'm a runner, but with the baby, I'm, I'm turning more and more into a walker. <laughs>
0: I used to run a bit and now after kids I'm like, yeah pushing the stroller and walking is it's great exercise uh, yeah 50 pounds. it'll be a total of 70 when our dog hops in so <laughs> that works for me. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Last but not least, tell me your most stereotypical mompreneur story. Think like kids running through a Zoom call with underwear on their heads. What is something hysterical that only us mompreneurs can relate to and be like, girl, we understand.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's such a good one. The classic case for me would be, I was taking a lot of Zoom calls in the car Mm -hmm. While my daughter napped, and so you mm-hmm. would always see my daughter like with her drool and her mouth wide open and it was like, Here's the third team member <laughs> and she'd be there right after falling asleep to coldplay, because she likes to fall asleep to cold play. So
0: yeah, she I'm is sick. so impressive. My son is busy listening to Dump Truck songs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if I played Coco Melon, she would not sleep. So Coldplay is actually a wonderful soother
0: nice and chill. I love
1: that. (laughs) that. Well, Joy,
0: thank you so much for joining us here. Everybody, if you are listening and you're ready to hop in and find more joy in your life, head to the show notes. You'll find everything we talked about, everything that Joy talks about and more there. Joy, thank you again so much for joining us. I can't wait for everybody to go and implement these tactics and hook up and find you so that they can continue on their journey to live a joyful life.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much and take care, everyone.
0: Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Want more? Head to themompreneurguy.com to grab my personal framework for living a present and productive life and to hear my real-time ahas on Telegram. See you next time.